Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Book Talk with Kara. I'm Kara Putman and the author of more than 40 books. More than that, though, I read more than 120 books a year. I love to introduce readers to their next favorite book, and I delight in mentoring writers. Book Talk is where readers and writers meet to talk books and why we love them. So join us as we pull back the curtain on how we write books and what we love to read. In today's edition of Book Talk with Kara, I want to take you behind the scenes in one of my favorite books, uh, Stars in the Night. And I don't often say favorite book. And one of the reasons is it's kind of like picking your favorite child. But this was my first full length novel. I had written a bunch of shorter kind of the paperbacks that you'll find in the grocery store. And this is the first time I had a publisher say, we believe in your writing enough to give you 300 pages, 90,000 words, write your heart out, kiddo. And so the other thing I loved about it is I got to marry my two loves. I got to write World War II and suspense in the same book. And so this is the original cover. I have since put it out again because I got the rights back. So it now has a new cover. But what I love about this book is it is, in a sense, Murder on the Orient Express meets 1942 Hollywood, and it's based on real events. So in 1942, so in the early days after the United States enters World War II after Pearl Harbor, so the very early days, Carol Lombard goes out and does a um, early war bond drive in Indianapolis in January of 1942, and then tragically dies um, when her plane that she wasn't even supposed to be on because she was supposed to take the train back. She'd promised everybody, including her husband, Clark Gable, that she would take the train back. But because of a whole series of things, including the fact that she and Clark had a little bit of a spat before she left, um, she decided she wanted to get back quickly. And so she hopped on a plane and then she, even in uh, Las Vegas, was not supposed to get on the plane. And then kind of, there was one of the few times she threw her Hollywood muscle around and got on the plane. And then at takeoff, basically they got off track and crashed into the mountain. Um, I guess Las Vegas is really tricky uh, because of how it's surrounded by mountains. And so they crashed right into the mountain and it was tragic. Um, but after that, in about May of 1942, April of 1942, I'm double checking real quickly. Yeah, um, they had the Hollywood Victory Caravan. So what they did is they sent a whole bunch of Hollywood stars, about 19 of them, on a train from Hollywood to Washington, D.C. They started at the White House and then they went north through up along, um, went through Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then back with stops all along the way and did war bond sales all between DC and up along the North back to um, Hollywood. And they, the joke was that if something happened to the train, the lights would go out in Hollywood because it was filled with people like Bing Crosby, the Marx Brothers, um, Abbott and Costello, just it was filled with these A stars. So I had this idea that um, a publisher was starting this World War II historic line, but they wanted suspense. And I was like, what if we took the Hollywood Victory Caravan, but started killing people on the train? So kind of that 
murder on the Orient Express kind of feel. And there was a lot in Hollywood at that time. There were fixers, uh, people who would go around and the stars would get in trouble. And there were people that their whole job was to come along and fix those problems and make them disappear. So I was just like, there's so much we could do with this. And my agent was like, great idea but you might have problems if you use real people. So why not create um, basically a whole bunch of second tier stars and create a second train? So that's what I did. So Audra, the heroine, is a woman who has graduated from law school, but is unable to be an attorney because in the 1940s, Nobody knew what to do with women who went to law school. So there were a few women who had gone to law school and graduated in the 1940s. Not very many by a long shot. Um, Sandra Day O'Connor would be coming in like the next eight to 10 years. Um, and even then she, so she and William Rehnquist graduated from law school at the same time. He goes on to have a storied career. She's lucky to become a paralegal. And then it's very fitting that they both end up at the Supreme Court, but very different trajectories. So, you know, go eight, 10 years earlier and people are even more on not knowing what to do with women who are attorneys. So I set up a situation where she's finally got this mentor in Indianapolis who's ready to give her an opportunity to run her own trial. But her sister has disappeared in Hollywood. And so she goes to Hollywood to find her sister. And that kicks off this series of events. And rather than coming home, she's determined to figure out what happened and who was behind it. Um, on the plane, she's sitting next to a gentleman whose star is on the rise. And uh, of course, sparks fly you know, because it's a romantic suspense. And they end up uh, kind of working together, bouncing back and forth, popping into the same scenes, and then working together to determine what's going on. There's a body count. I think it's well, I won't tell you how many because I want you to read the book because it's such a fun book. I love Stars in the Night. It really has that Hollywood black and white noir film feel to it, like a thin man. It's probably not quite as funny as a thin man movie, but very much that Murder on the Orient Express. Um, I adore the movies from the late 30s and early 40s. So in some ways you could think of this as like my love letter to glamorous Hollywood um, and really enjoyed all of the research that was required. I could show you all the, the books I picked up. I have so many ideas of more books that could be set in Hollywood um, around that time period because there are just really a lot of interesting um legal type of things that were going on and they're just are my mind's always buzzing with ideas um and so there's just a lot of fun and then there's just the hollywood um and the glamour that just makes it so much fun but um you know when you're thinking about hollywood world war ii um and the the way that the country came together and so being able to really think about um, all the details and 
I will admit I got a little sidetracked sometimes. There were days when I was working on that book that my husband was like, are you really researching or writing? What's going on? Because I had to, for every stop they made, I had to figure out what theater would have been open. Um, was it available on the date I wanted it to go through? Uh, that's the kind of research I do. Then what hotel would they have stayed at? Uh, and in Atlanta, the hotel I had him stay at actually was the location of it up until the time I was doing the um, research, the worst fire in U.S. history. And so I, and that happened in 1946. So I went on a tangent there. Uh, it just, you know, I, I got lost in the details, but even in DC, I was like, oh, I'm going to have it at this theater. And I was like, I can't, it was fully booked at that time. Um, and so I think I, I can't remember. I think I had it ended up having it at Ford's theater, which was kind of fun, but it just all the details that I had to dig through to figure out where can we actually do this and the things I thought that would be possible that ended up not being possible as I did research just keeps me on, on my toes and so it makes the World War II books a lot of fun but actually really challenging because most of you would never know you know is Ford's Theater open and I actually think it couldn't be Ford's Theater because Ford's Theater was used as a storage facility during World War II and so I had it at another theater um, and it just happened to be actually open on the day that I wanted to use it and so that I think it's at the National Theater um, and so you know but those kinds of details and it takes so much time to track that down but it makes it really fun and I hope you enjoy reading of Stars in the Night and getting swept away by the glamour and the mystery and suspense of 1942 Hollywood. Thanks for listening to this episode of Book Talk with Kara. Come back next week to find your next great book and author to try.